Hey everybody and welcome to our fourth episode of OMA Talks. You are listening to this after classes have ended for the semester. You may be in finals, you may be completing some last projects, and we want you to know just how proud we are of all of our students for being so adaptable, for being so flexible, for being able to come together and support one another, help each other, and really be part of an incredible community. We are very grateful for the ways that you have represented the Riverhawks during this challenging time. Riverhawks, you show us what community means. Whether you're helping out your family, supporting your friends, being there for a neighbor, working out of a home for an essential service, you remind us that being part of a community is both giving and getting. And so many of you focus on service, focus on doing everything that you can to make things better for the people around you and the world at large. And while we appreciate that, honor that, and recognize that, we also hope that you have taken time for yourself and continue to do so. Leaning on your friends, leaning on the people that care about you, and knowing that OMA and everyone at the university supports you and is behind you. We hope these times give you pause to take some of that extra time that you may feel that you have and consider, what do I need? What do I want? Asking yourself the big questions, but being okay to take steps day by day and hours by hours if you need to. We know that these times are so unsettling, but I want you to remember, we all want you to remember that you are capable. You make us so proud, River Hawks, just by being you. And while the quarantine might continue to go on, we're not sure when our routines will get back to normal. We do know that the semester's ending, that classes are coming to a conclusion for the semester, and that finals and your last projects will be due soon. So here are a couple questions to ask yourself about the next week. Number one, what's most important to me? What project or assignment really needs my focus? Number two, who can help me? Are there friends, classmates, or family members that I can bounce ideas off of, maybe have somebody read over my notes, or look at my paper and see if it makes sense? Number three, what are you doing in between projects? Are you getting enough rest? Are you taking breaks to eat? How are you connecting with others? These questions are not another assignment to be done, a checklist to be completed, but an opportunity for you to redefine and reflect on where you're at. Here are also a couple of online tools that you might be interested in if you'd like to work on your focus to get through the rest of the semester. It's funny because in college, we often talk about setting goals and creating systems and putting ideas into practice to achieving those goals. With it being finals week, we're really talking about the short term and not that we're ignoring our long-term plans or our long-term goals, but knowing that a lot of folks have a lot on their mind, how can you break down your goals into smaller pieces and more so really focus on what's happening right now? 
Enjoy this segment to hear about some online tools and some apps that can help you with what you might need to get through the last two weeks. If you want to get organized, look at Todoist. It's an app and a to-do list. It allows you to break down pieces into small actionable items and be actually able to visualize what you're doing and how far that you've come in a particular project. You can also look at school tracks. It's an online academic planner. It can allow you to put in deadlines and access what you need wherever you're at. And Trello, and I've actually used Trello and I do like it a lot. It's a project management tool that lets you visually take large assignments and cut them into small pieces. You can move those pieces into a done column and feel really productive about your progress and how far that you're moving forward. If you're looking to focus, and we know that's a high priority area for a number of folks that are struggling a little bit with how much is on people's mind, if you're looking to improve and work on your focus, you can try Brain FM. It's a website that you can find online that uses rhythm and music to help you focus. It's pretty cool. You can also use it for sleeping and meditation and relaxation. If you're looking to try to build a habit, even a short-term habit. You can try Habitica. It's a productivity app that actually plays like a game. You get rewards and uh-oh punishments if you're not agreeing to follow through on what you've set up on the app. This helps you also visualize your success. So any number of these items have a visual component. They help you break down projects and see that you are moving forward. It's okay right now to think about the short-term. It's okay to get through what's directly in front of you. This week for our 10 in 10, I'd like to welcome our Associate Director, Elsie Otero, and our Student Leader, Ben Jeter. Listen in for insight on community connections and a really cool co-op experience. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Ben. Thank you so much for joining us today on the OMA Talks podcast. Can you tell us, you know, your name, major, and any organizations that you're involved with? Hi, Elsie. No problem. So my name is Benjamin Jeter. I'm a sociology and management major at UMass Lowell, and I also serve as a resident advisor and current secretary to Black Student Union on campus. Excellent. I'm so happy that I'm able to interview you today. And I know that you have had a pretty unique semester and I thought that your experience would be really interesting to other students. So can you tell us what you've been up to this semester? So instead of taking classes on campus, I currently serve in the human resources department at Eaton Vance, which is an investment management company. How did you how did you get that position? So what I did to get the position is I applied to the UMass co-op program. So basically, in, so enroll in a co-op program, um, you need to either be a business student or in the colleges of sciences or applied math or engineering. And you would take a seminar course and then you do your co-op experience and then you take a seminar course to, I guess, culminate the entire experience and that's available for students um, if they so choose. So what in your case made the the co-op especially appealing for you? 
So what I made my co-op experience especially appealing is I have a passion for inclusion. Um, so in my resident advisor work, I make sure to either include bulletin boards or have active programming, which in cases different backgrounds and identities and have conversations that my residents would like to engage in. And I found like that's a passion of mine. So I wanted to bring that into the workplace and, you know, be a facilitator to have conversations around inclusion and social justice. So that is why my co-op was appealing to me. How has it been the past month and a half since we've all been operating remotely? How has that been at your co-op? So basically about a month ago, we went virtual. Um, but at first, there were a few hiccups in terms of um, technical issues. But then everyone um, came together, got each other on board. It was actually a really good bonding experience for our staff members. Um, and it's been an amazing experience. Even though it's virtual, um, I've learned a lot that I still would have been able to learn in the office. So. It was an amazing experience. Can you talk to us a little bit about what your day-to-day -day looks like at your co-op? Yep. So essentially, I coordinate interview schedules for applicants coming through our um, interview process. I also assist our learning development, development department with their training classes and assembling training classes, gathering results, and analyzing them for supervisors of the firm um as well as working on any additional projects as given well, wow that sounds like you're working on a lot yeah <laughs> was there anything that surprised you about the co-op so what surprised me more so was actually my commute um i didn't think lowell in the boston on the train was actually like an hour ride in the morning. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be here to wake up at like 6.30 and get there before like nine, but no, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was waking up at five. <laughs> so it was a very interesting experience, but I really found it to be worth it to um, learn, I guess the commuter system in Boston, cause I haven't had much experience with it before. So it's a very enlightening experience. That's awesome. Um, was there anything that you were able to put into um, into practice that you might have learned in the classroom? Yeah, so before, it's actually a combination of that and my resident advisor experience. Um, with my experience as a student before my co-op, I had time management's key. Um, because certain things, with, especially interview schedules, are extremely timely and need to be done in a timely manner. So you need to learn to prioritize different tasks that you're given in order to make sure that the objective of the essential tasks are completed. Um, so with that, I'm also able to apply um, like my Microsoft Office experience, which I come, uh, honed as a student in different tasks at different, different courses. Um, my research experience, because I have to research different topics from time to time, so I've been able to apply that to my co-op experience as well. Uh, especially my professional communications class came in handy, because before that, I didn't know how to present 
very well in terms of a project, but that class has really taught me some really essential presentation skills in which I've been of use to me when I present to supervisors or clients or candidates as well. That's so great to hear that you're putting it into into practice. That's so wonderful. Um, so Ben, I know you from your participation in OMA programs, and I know that diversity and inclusion is really important to you. How did you decide whether companies shared in your values? So as I was going through the interview process, I would if like if there was a part in the resume, which in the case of part about inclusion and social justice work, um, I would ask about it and or like during the interview process, ask what the company's view on diversity and inclusion and what exactly they're doing in their own company around it. Because I feel like for especially for the company I work with now, we're doing a lot um, in terms of inclusion. For example, we received a 100% rating on the corporate quality index for the human uh, rights campaign. So basically stats like that and the, uh, I guess, addition of employee resource groups and the variety of them that they have for their employees really attracted me to the firm and wanting to work with them to gain experience at working with the groups and learning more about um, what workplaces are doing in terms of inclusion. That's really phenomenal. What advice would you give to students who are thinking about perhaps pursuing a co-op in the future? I would encourage students if the opportunity is available to them to do it, um, especially as you come towards like the end of your college experience and you're looking for jobs. Employers really value um, experience in whatever subject matter that you are going for. And if you can have the opportunity to gain internship or co-op experience, I would definitely recommend it. Um, you'll learn a lot about yourself during this co-op experience. Um, you'll figure out like what workplace environment you like, what workplace environment you don't like. So that way when you graduate, you can really go after what you really want. So. Do you have any general advice that you'd like to share with any of our students who are listening? Um, one thing that I would like to share is don't be afraid to go outside your comfort zone. Um, for example, Two years ago, I could never see myself applying to be secretary of the Black Student Union because I didn't feel like my leadership skills were up to par or that I didn't feel like I could do it. But I decided to take a leap and go for it and apply. And then I'm in a position now and it's been an amazing experience. The same with being a resident advisor on campus. I'm able to make an impact on students' lives that you know, really showed me that working either higher education or human resources might be the potential career path for me. So it's actually been a really amazing experience I would have never had if I hadn't decided to go outside my comfort zone. Ben, thank you so much for sharing today. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's really been wonderful to hear about how impactful your, your co-op experience has been. <laughs> And this week, I would like to leave you with a quote by Charles Carlson. He says, You are successful the moment you start moving toward a worthwhile goal. He doesn't say anything about that it's easy, or that you might need support, or to pivot, or to change directions. 
You are exactly fine, exactly as you are. Please be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself and other people, and continue to be the amazing river hawks we know you to be. OMA cares, OMA supports you, and OMA is always here.